got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. In. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. Did you know? With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. But who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stone. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! It's in the hole. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 5th. 2016 broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today, high atop a two-guy smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. The top ten retailers that should be acquired. We're going to talk about that today as we get small with four cigars in two hours. Don't try this at home, folks. We're professionals. We're going to discuss small cigars in the movies, cigars in cinema. Welcome, everybody, back to the Cigar Authority. The last time you led with that kind of tease, it was exactly that. It was a tease. You didn't name any names, so... You, We're naming names you're, today. No, you're trying to We're get naming my, names. You're trying to get my hopes up. We're naming you added names. this last minute. I see it's handwritten. Handwritten. And you're just trying to mess with me. I'm not falling for it. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. And of course, our friends at Facebook Live, Here we they go. keep bailing us out. There we go. Derek A.C. Stewart here with us, pitch hitting in for Barry Stein, who's away on his honeymoon, and no Barry. Oh, there oh, he goes. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I, I got to play the part. I'm Barry today. No, you so don't. We're gonna, no, we're you gonna don't. Do you, it. Could, you could play him better than that. <laughs> and and we have gentleman Chuck Morrison back with us after two weeks off. I feel like it's been two months off. Yeah, it's a long time. It's been it's too been long, long, man. And you're here, and you're here next week too. I am. Yeah. I'm right. Just I'm just posting uh, the, the Facebook live. I love that. I love when stuff works. Dave. You think it's, everything's working? It, I know it is. Yes. Ah. <laughs> so okay, we can Confirm. have a good show here. Relax. Confirm. Yeah, you're in good hands. It, it's hard to do the show while you know when everything behind is not working, and you'll hear some ahs and oohs and paying attention to something else to see what's going on. I sh- just focus. I'm doing the show, and that's it because we're recording anyway. Yes. There's, there's backups anyway. to the backups. Can we do a little tease for our Facebook audience? For those listening to the podcast, we now have a special treat for our Facebook audience. We're bringing back the pregame. Yes. So on Facebook, we start a couple minutes early just to make sure it works. Thank God we did. Yes. Thank God we did. Because it didn't. And we should, well, well, let's not give away too much info. Again, that's only for the Facebook Live we audience. We should start know. five minutes early so that we don't end up with just 30 seconds of pregame like this week. Yeah. yeah. We made it. We made it. We made it. We did it. So Barry's away on the honeymoon. He's actually on the cruise section of the honeymoon. He left halfway during the show last week. Yeah. He did a week in Miami area and then uh, went on the cruise last night, I believe, or first thing this morning. Something around that. I saw a picture of a boat yeah. in the back. <laughs> I saw a boat. So uh, once he gets on the boat, I guess, there's no connection at all, and uh, that's it. So he's off for a week on the boat. And then he comes back, not even next week, because right. he'll be traveling on the way back. So we're going with what? two and a half weeks. No kidding. Yeah. 
me and, me, and you're not going to be here either. I'm not going to be here. I have to go to Living Legends. I'm a legend. I have to go and DJ. They demand that I be there. Are you DJing or are you dancing? Both. You're, you're a legit, li- living, living legend, legend of the dance, not of DJ. They don't have a living legend of DJing. Or I would be in it. You would be. <laughs> yes. You would be. Okay. Do so, they let retirees in? I don't know. I don't do it anymore. I don't do it. Did you uh, oversleep this morning? I didn't know that I overslept. I just went around slow because the clock said the wrong clock. Clocks change tonight, but I have this world clock that decided to change a day early. And you didn't have time to shave or anything? Yeah, Did you I'll shower? Do, this is the no <laughs> shave all week. Are you going to all week? All, all week. Go all, all month, week. Bro. Go all month. Uh, uh, that's the plan, but it's bothering me now. Are you no. taking advantage of Movember? Movember. Nice. Going to try it. I was, I've tried it before. I'd never make it through. I was not going to shave today because it's been a few days. Now, I have very... I have a lot of difficulties growing any facial hair to begin with, okay. but there was some there. And I thought, you know what? I'm the debonair guy in the show. I'm going to shave. I was thinking about you, Dave, saying Dave would be shaved. And, and I saw I you this morning, and you not got the gruff, but he's not shaved. So Very scruffy. Effective immediately, I will, I will join you yes. and support Movember. Does, uh, okay. does the wife like the beard? Do the Patriots have a problem with that? Uh, probably no. They're not the Yankees. They, okay. they, they are more forgiving. Yeah, okay. you can facial grow, hair. You can grow facial hair. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because you... you, you Going on a plane with them, you're dressed in a suit yes. when you show up. Yeah, yeah. Here's For no okay. reason, right? For no reason. What's that? We're in the suit? Yeah. Um, no, it's a policy. It's, it's an in-house policy. Other teams, it's not required. But with the Patriots, they set that standard where it's a business trip. You dress in business casual attire. No tie, no fly. Wow. Yep. And, and they, they're strong on that. They're strong on that. Unless it's like a, a, a three-day trip. So, for example, in a couple of weeks, one of the shows I'm missing, we're going to San Francisco. That's going to be a three-day trip. So instead of flying out on a Saturday like we normally do, we're leaving a day early on Friday. So the players will come right from the practice field and onto the plane. So they'll be wearing their, their warm-up gear. Okay. Everybody else associated with the team, team staff in quotations, will have to wear a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a tie in the pocket of your suit just in case as a backup? I have one in the carry-on. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. a good play. All right, so uh, we are going to smoke uh, little cigars. This is part of the Cigar Authority care package, um, and it is the oddest-looking cigar, um, and it is called the Toscano. This is a cigar from Italy, and um, the first thing I'll say is you notice is it, the cellophane isn't the way cellophane is on a regular cigar. There's actually a little pull tab in the middle of the cigar. Uh, it's there for a couple of reasons. First off, when you see that little tab, you'll always know it's a machine-made cigar. A machine applied the cellophane to it, not a hand put it in there. That little pull tab is an indicator this is a machine-made cigar. But it's an all-tobacco cigar. And also there's another thing about this cigar is... The band is in the center of the cigar. You can remove that band. You can slide it up or down, whatever you want to do. But the cigar is made to be cut in half. So what? if you cut the cigar, put, put our lotus cutter in the center of it, it's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal <laughs> S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. And excellence. Mr. Jonathan cut right through it, right? That's right. So you cut right through it. Cigar seems a little dry, you might say. It's a little dry. It is baked. It is supposed to be dry. It feels about 12% in the center. About 12%. So now when you look at the cigar after you cut it, now it may remind you of a movie theme here. Right? Do you see the Clint Eastwood thing going on? Oh, yes. This is the Clint Eastwood cigar. Do you feel lucky? Do you feel lucky, well, punk? Do you, punk? But this was the cowboy ones. This wasn't the um, what movie was that? What, wasn't dirty the, Harry. Yeah, wasn't the he didn't dirty smoke cigars in Dirty Harry? 
I don't. Th- I don't know. Is it the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, with one yeah. of you know. I have all, I have, the, all the spaghetti west. I have an immediate observation. Yeah. If we were to do this to a normal cigar, it would where we cut it in the center of the cigar, it would unravel. Correct. There. You'd not be able to smoke. Correct. How is it able to stay because together? It's, it's cooked. It's baked. Ah, baking. Yeah. And if you if you take a look at the way the wrapper is, it it appears as though the wrapper started in the center and then rolled out to the outside. Oh. So rolled from the center out instead of rolled from one end to the other. So now let's taste the cigar before we even light the cigar. Mm. Sounds a little tastes a little familiar. Beef jerky. Yeah. I got but beef jerky. You got you got that Kentucky. Mm. Fire cured Kentucky yeah. thing beef that's going on. Because it is. Like hickory smoked. Mm. Yeah. You got some beef jerky there, Mr. Jonathan? It's beef jerky. A little latex. A little latex. <laughs> some shame. <laughs> <laughs> a little latex. So uh, what are we going to use to light this thing? We have the Lotus Mercury. This is a double jet, flip-out bullet punch, easy adjustment wheel jet lighter. Single action, meaning you push down on the igniter. The top flips open. When you let it go, it springs closed. There's no need to open it or close it. The lighter takes care of that itself. Both jets are angled in toward each other for pinpoint accuracy. The Lotus Mercury retails for $29.99. Good looking lighter for $29.99. Best feature of this is most lighters this size that have a bullet, bullet punch that flips out have the bullet punch over the fill hole. This one has the bullet punch off to the side, so all that schmegma that you'd normally get stuck inside the fill hole is not associated with that fill hole at all. Not at all. So this doesn't have to be cut, but it's made to be cut. So, I mean, if you wanted to smoke it regular, I've done both of them. This is the way to go, I think, is cut it in half, and then you get two of them anyway. Don't do that to any other cigar. This is the only one that you can have a cut in half to do this to but it's because it's meant to be like that. So, Derek, what, what, what's the story of the Toscano cigar? So, the Toscano cigar is the original Italian cigar manufactured in Tuscany, Italy. Uh, this is uh, one of their cigars among uh, a lot of other products. Uh, it was founded by the, the Grand Duke of Tuscany, uh, Ferdinand III, in 1818. The Toscano cigar has rich history and taste. Toscano is a well-established brand in Italy as well as Switzerland and Austria and now American, and it is distributed through Miami Cigar. We got a large audience here. If anybody wants to try this, we got some halves over here. You want to run up and try half of this if you don't have it, by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because we're going to smoke four cigars during the show, four different cigars, and this should get us through. Oh, yeah, to the, to the break. It's you can tell already that it's going to be slow burning. This thing is not going to burn right up. It's no mild cigar. No, it's got a little kick to it. Yeah, big time kick. Yeah. There's, a, there's stuff going on here. I don't know if it's going to be strong nicotine-wise, but there's a ton of flavor coming out of this. You got one it other is. one here? Okay. I really like that kind of smoky taste that it has. kind of reminds me of a barbecue. All cigars taste like smoke, and the, the key <laughs> is to get past the... The initial smoke flavor. Yeah, but when you see it's smoky, it's like right. smoky barbecue. It is. Yeah. So you get past food. the fact that it just tastes like smoke, and then you're really getting into a little bit of a richer smoke quality to it, like a smoked meat, like beef jerky. Mm. Are, you, are you experiencing that beef jerky uh, taste it's, right now? There's a little, it's, lit? it's a little more subtle. It's yeah. less of the jerk 
at this point now that it's lit. The smoke is definitely on the finish. And I smoke this cigar like I smoke any other cigar. I take a draw from it, I pull it away from my face, blow the smoke out, keep it away. Yeah. But you'd see in the movies of the cigar, kept in their mouth, shoved into the corner, and smoked while it's, oh, my God, I've tried it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> Admit it. You, you want to be, be like man, Clint Eastwood. You've got to be a man's man. I tried. I can't do it. Not even for Halloween I can pull yeah, it off. Yeah, the smoke would get in my eyes. Yeah. It'd start watering and everything. It I don't know good. how people can do that. You know, I've seen, I used to work as a uh, mover in high school, and there was a guy that smoked cigars, and he would have it in his mouth lit all the time, picking stuff up. And I'm like, I want to try that. I'm gagging. I'm drooling. My eyes are watering. So this cigar came back into the United States recently, and the company that owns it put the distribution through Miami Cigar, which is where Barry used to work, uh, Miami Cigar with... um, Jason Wood and uh, yeah, 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 and Nesta uh, Miranda, Nesta Miranda cigars, and and those guys they're distributing it. Um, not as inexpensive as you think it would be. It's not a dollar cigar. It's three, three four cigars. Yeah, yeah. yeah three fifty a piece. Yeah, three fifty per cigar. But you get two out of it yeah, if yeah. you cut in half. Um, and this company is looking around. Just so you know, they're looking around the cigar industry because they're looking for premium cigars. Uh, if you don't want to call this a premium cigar, but uh, right now they have a distributor, but they may uh, acquire some big-name brands. They have lots of money. I think they own Maserati. or You know, they're a big, big, rich company. It's so funny that the cigars that most cigar geeks wouldn't even think to smoke, you'd overlook it. Yeah. It's ugly. The, it's not priced right well. I'm, I'm not interested. That's a cheap cigar. And those are the guys with the money. Yeah. Not mm. not the guys that make the beautiful. It's an interesting cigar though. Don't you want to try this? Don't uh, didn't you want to try it? I mean, we carry it because I wanted to smoke it and there's no more samples, so yeah, I actually do. had to buy them. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to buy so many, we use them for the care package. So the, you know, get nice. them out there, but I don't I don't know what kind of audience we're going to get for it, but it's an interesting cigar. I'd yeah. buy more of these. I like the flavor that it has. Yeah. Well, it's certainly less expensive than other Kentucky. Is this your cured. first time, Derek, trying this? The, yeah, I've never had. Well, I want to. Like I want to see as you get further down because I like it at the very beginning of the cigar. Yep. As it starts going down, that's when I'm like, okay, I tap out halfway through this little cigar. <laughs> it, it starts really juicing up on you. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, that's interesting. We'll it, see how it, it sounds. Very negative, but I mean, it's uh, it's a strong. It's a man cigar. There's no. Uh, this is no lightweight here. This is a real potent thing, you know, going on. And then you saw other companies starting to add the Kentucky onto their cigars. Drew Estate did it. and uh, Well, as I understand other. it, this the tobacco for this cigar was fermented by accident. The tobacco was laid yes. out to dry, and it got wet yeah. because of rain, and it started fermenting on its own. And they still made the cigars, and people were clamoring for them. Right. What they did is a mistake to be able to cover up the fact that they had all this tobacco that essentially was ruined. Yeah. Mm. They make it into, oh, this is the cool thing, like painting the sure. fence with uh, Huck Finn. That's it. <laughs> oh, this lot, is the cool. A lot of mistakes turned into, into big things, and, and this is one of them. So this, this cigar has been uh, around for a long time. So uh, we'll keep smoking a cigar, see what we think of it. Right now, uh, let's uh, have the matchup of the week. And the matchup of the week is brought to you by VS. VS stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. It's the matchup of the week. And this week, where are we going here in the matchup, is going to be 
Cuba versus Mexico in a war. <laughs> this makes me think of Cuba versus Mexico. They're in war, at war, the two countries, and who takes it? Cuba versus Mexico at war. It's an easy one. It is. Yes, it's Mexico. Why? Because Why? they have more alliances. Cuba's more or less on their own in many ways. You know, they don't have many allies. Me- Mexi- Mexico has more allies. Mexico is bigger. Win. There's yeah. more places to hide. I mean, where are you going to go on the island of Cuba? Yeah. You got one place. We couldn't, even, t- we couldn't even take Cuba down. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, weren't they a lot the allied with it's- Russia at the time? Yes, they were, and we still couldn't take them down. Well, that's not still couldn't take them down. Okay. I mean, Russia was a world power at the time. The USSR at the time was a world power. Bay of Pigs, we lost. Mm. <sighs> I'm going, know, man. I'm going Mexico, too. I'm going Mexico. Mexico beats Cuba in a war. Yeah. yeah. What right. do you say? It's, I guess. I guess it's Mexico. All right. We have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> the winner is Mexico. It's the first time we haven't had a tie on this that's segment. That's it. I guess. We, you made a good point. So, uh that's it. What is, I mean, what's Cuba going to do? They're going to get on boats, and then half of them on their way to Mexico are going to turn right and just go to the U.S. And go home, right? Right. And, and then the, the, other, the other half is going to get there and realize that they're outmatched because Mexico is right there. Yeah. And if it goes the other way around, if for whatever reason Mexico's pissed off at Cuba, they're going all the way I in. thought it was going to be a tough battle, but no, like, you <laughs> think of it, it's really not at all. If right? it was Cuba versus, like, the Dominican Republic, okay. you know, similar-sized islands. Now you've got to fight on Now you've got to fight. And it's Cuba all day, by the way. Really? Against the Dominican Republic? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. You see that? I can see that. Castro's crazy. He is. Yeah, I think he would use some crazy tactics to overtake the Dominican Republic. Yeah. 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 Now he's got a domination on their cigars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so today we're smoking small cigars, not to be confused with large cigars or not to be confused with cigarillos. So what is the difference here? A cigar is any rolled tobacco wrapped in tobacco leaf uh, of any substance containing tobacco. A cigarillo, unlike a cigarette, Cigarillo is wrapped in tobacco leaves, but a cigarette is smaller than a regular cigar. Usually, they're called large cigars or cigarettes. Um, a cigarillo is weighing three pounds per thousand. You, you hear that mention up uh, because there's lots of taxation and things that happen to cigars. That, that typically become, is the tax threshold, is three right, pounds per thousand. Which makes this cigar very interesting because we take this cigar, which is over three pounds per thousand, and we cut it in half. And it now becomes under three pounds per thousand, and it is not a cigarillo. But not it at the point, c- not at the point of the sale. Correct. And that's how definitions work yeah. with Isn't the U.S. government. Isn't it interesting? So we are smoking probably a cigarillo at this point, but we bought a we cigar. bought a cigar. We bought a cigar, cut it in half, and became a cigarillo. I would. Uh, you could almost make the argument that you bought a large cigar. It's a Corona, we, essentially. Yeah, we bought a large cigar, which is over three pounds per thousand. It turns into, at that point, it turns into a cigarillo. Small cigars weighing three pounds per thousand. Large cigars weighing, um, right now, here's a confusing, weighing six pounds per thousand or more. What about a cigar weighing four or five pounds per thousand? Where does that fall in right now? Because there's a confusion because of what FDA just did and all that stuff. There's a little confusion that's happening in the marketplace that will be cleaned up, and maybe they'll end up. If if I was to guess, they're going to make it. They're going to move the the needle to six pounds per thousand, and then you're going to see some change ups that happen here. 
So let's look at a Macanudo Ascot, for instance. Yep. It's over three pounds per thousand. It, it's more like one of the cigars we're going to smoke, the United Cigar Pencil. It's more than three pounds per thousand. So you get into, um, say, a um, the little Perdomo tin, right? Four yep. by 44. That's a full-blown cigar. It's more than six pounds per thousand. So... That's why we're seeing lots of those things come on the market. And they're, they're, the tins are coming in with bigger cigars in them. Mm. Smaller counts, but bigger cigars. Yes. Yeah. Than what Same you size tin. Right. Only four cigars as opposed to ten cigars that are in there. Again, bringing it up to six instead of uh, three. So that's going to be uh, what that's going to be about. So what are your thoughts so far here on Toscano? Well, I think it's uh, interesting. This would be something good to smoke if you had grilled meat. That was not smoked. Would you dare retrohale the cigar? What are you going to do then? I'm just asking. <laughs> we, here we go. Do it. Do it. Do it. <sighs> nice. <laughs> Don't throw up. Don't throw up. No, put the mic down. <laughs> 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 now, what flavors are you picking up? Oh, pain. It's <laughs> a lot of pain. Tastes like pain. Tastes like pain. Kudos to him to actually. Yeah. Yeah. Step Why do you do? I can't say no to the challenge. And the drum rolls happen, and the it's, whole bit. It was the whole thing. That was it. <laughs> I hate both of you. Ugh. That was like mesquite. You did it. Mesquite barbecue. You ever tried to do a scratch and sniff snicker at the bottom of the pool? Because that's what it smelled like. <laughs> no, I have never tried that. No, I have never tried that. All right. With that, let's go to break. And when we come back, uh, Derek will give us uh, some cigar news. And I'll give uh, a story of, uh, oh, Mr. Jonathan's going to give us a story in Asylum. Uh, the Don Raphael offer a day in the top 10 cigar retail cigar shops that should be acquired. All that and more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or a diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Rob Weiss from BG Meyer Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop. You're listening to The Cigar Authority. Can I brag about it? Voted the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars, a weekly broadcast now six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. It's getting heavy. It's getting heavy on me. Why don't you have a drink of coffee over there? See if you can cleanse the palate. It is getting quite a bit spicier. I was picking up some notes of cinnamon behind the smoke, and uh, now they've cinnamon. it's gone a little peppery. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially through the <coughs> especially through the nose. 
um, getting it in the back of the back of the mouth too. But um, it is it does it the giggity. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting me in the back of the throat. I there. think you want to try it. But if you're it, a cigar smoker, yeah. you, you should want to try this. It is a good. I I I enjoy it. I've noticed that the the kind of smokiness has started to get a little more mellow as the cigar progresses. Yeah, the rest of those flavors are coming together. It, I wonder if we had smoked it the long way if we would have started off with the flavors we're at now and then got to smoky. No, but we, it's we'll pointed on both it. ends. The long way and the short way, it's the same, yeah. same cigar. It's, it's a perfecto, both ends, same. But my point is that something in the center was smokier because it is meant to be cut okay. in half. So there's a change built in there. Sure. Would we have reversed the change mm. had we smoked it the other way and worked into the smokiness? Okay. You know, thinking about when, when I said I tap out early, I, I got to the end of the cigar. I guess you want to call that the end of the cigar, 30 minutes. Yeah, there's a nub there. Um, <clears throat> when I smoked it as a whole, it was too much. You know, you get past halfway, it was like, oh, that's it. I, I got to give up. So here's an interesting cigar. This is the hand-rolled cigar. And um, it looks like a little uh, candy that's uh, inside a little Don't thing. say it. Without the, without not, saying the, without the brand name. Don't say it. Uh, nope. Uh, no brand name to this. There was a, there was a, <laughs> there was a lawsuit. There was a, a cease and desist. Not on this one, on the, on the cigar bar. The, the, I the, do uh, remember you crapping your pants about this one, though. Well, but when one comes, you think the other one's coming, even though it's a different company. But uh, it looks like something else, right? But... <laughs> There's a, there's a story behind what, what this cigar is. So inside the paper of this is a cellophane cigar. And you'll note that the cellophane at the foot of the cigar is actually cut, and at the top of, the, of it, um, when you take the cigar out, this was a firecracker cigar. And what happened is when we would get firecracker cigars that the... Um, the tails would break off of the cigar. The duds. Mm. We would call them duds. And we tried selling the duds as duds, and that was a dud. That Nobody wanted it. it. They wanted it with the wick You cut it on off anyway. Yeah, right. You're going to cut it off anyway. So what are we going to do with all these? Because there were too many. So we ended up wrapping them in these, and we called them hand-rolled cigars, and they look like the little uh, candy... Tootsie Rolls. No. Not no, they don't look like a Tootsie Roll. Anything. Are you not paying attention over there? <laughs> it looks good. This is a company that has billions of dollars. We have two. Really? I was talking about the movie. We have two dollars, <clears throat> not two billion. Correct. Two dollars. <laughs> not to be confused. So what are we going to do with them when we turn them into these? And, uh, you could have said Halloween, 69 boys. 69 boys, okay. And that could have been a reference. Dave doesn't get it, but I don't know what you're I would have got it. <laughs> Rudy gets it. Anyway, uh, so, it, so somebody has asked me before, so which one were they? You know, because yeah. we had so many versions of firecrackers. Which ones? They were whichever ones we had. So you don't know what you're going to get. So it's almost like, you know, a grab bag type of thing. It's whatever it was. So looking at this, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to tell what it is. They're the same because they came from the same jar. They yeah. come into jars. But I don't know what, which one it is. You know what I was thinking would make a good uh, cigar bar? Is the uh, customs, which do we use for a word that's G-rated? The, the customs mess up or whatever. The, the inspection they did to your cigars where they literally sawed them in half. I still have them all. They could be a candidate. I'm just saying, for the hand cigar. Yes, they could. They could. They could. We could put them in there and do something with them and try to get some of our money back. Yeah. All the sawed, 2,000 <laughs> sawed cigars in half. Yeah. And only the, the end that with the cap on it 
is good. Yeah. But they, they're starting to unravel also because there's no glue or anything holding uh, the, the end to it. I don't know. It's just a uh, mess, and I, and I have heard nothing, by the way, those that are following the story of what happened. You know, so what are they doing for you? Nothing. We've nothing. made all the calls. We wrote letters. We Filed did everything the again. There's, there's nothing. So maybe the grandchildren will get their money back someday <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. But let's give this a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices and continue to raise prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Lots of price increases are happening right now because of FDA and the user fees that have been added. Perdomo still has not made a move. Has not changed one Amazing. Penny. Amazing. So these typically are full-bodied cigars. Very sweet. It's a dark, dark tobacco. Right off the bat, a little molasses on a cold draw. Yeah, molasses, a little raisiny type of thing. Let's give it a light, and we're going to do We're going to light it today with the Lotus Mercury. This is a dual jet where the jets are angled in slightly toward each other, so you get pinpoint accuracy, but you still get the heat from that jet. Easy adjustment wheel, flip-out bullet punch. The Lotus Mercury retails for $29.99. Okay, you got to go about two inches away from the cigar. And that's where the, the exact pinpoint happens. You're a little close. I'd go a little further than I've that. I've got my flame turned down. Mm. Okay. You can actually choose the distance you want yeah. to be away from the flame. There you go. So, Derek, what is up in the cigar world? It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is... The Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. All right, guys. So we'll start off the What's Up segment of the show with some new arrivals. And we do have one in particular that is uh, a very hyped-up cigar. And it is from the Dominican Republic from a brand called El Artista. And it is called The Big Poppy by David Ortiz. It was debuted at the 2016 IPCPR. It retails for $11.69.99 and $204.99 a box. And it uses a mixture of Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers with a Habano wrapper. The cigar is an absolute home run. It is a home run. I was it expecting is, is a, a home run. Uh, ground out on the way on the way to first. Yeah, you were expecting little because of typically when somebody that's not in the cigar business gets in the end and it's their first shot, mm. it's usually you know a ground, ground out. There's a couple of clues as to what's going on with the cigar. Number one, if you flip the box over, it does not say Big Poppy on the bottom. Nope. It is as though they were going a different direction. With that cigar. So it was already going to come it's out. It's interesting. I like the marketing there. And then the other, the, the facings on the box are all big poppy. So I believe that this cigar will exist in two places. Hmm. Same cigar, yeah. two facings. Yeah. That's, that's how I believe it's happening. That's a good, that's a good uh, observation there. That's what I do. And it's like, it's like some advertising happening on the bottom of the box for their other brand. Yeah. 
It's interesting. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and in industry news, we have a couple things. Uh, first off, Davidoff of Geneva is set to release a special edition box of the Oro Blanco in a special reserve 2002 format for the 2016 holiday season. That came out last year uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in a box of five? It was a, I believe it was a, it was a box of ten. Ten, ten. It was a box of ten for 5,000. Yeah. And then this year for the 2016 holiday season, they will be coming in 50 count boxes 50 count at a box. retail of $500 per cigar, and that comes down to $25,000 per box. So um, what a day. How, how was business today? Yeah, we just sold one box of cigars all day. It's all $25,000. Closed the rest of the week. <laughs> really? <laughs> and it's, it's a true collector's item because only five of these batches will be made. Wow. wow. That's yeah. impressive. Uh, and I predict none of them sold. By the full box, right? That is... <laughs> Well, maybe Mark Cuban will get in on it. Maybe. I'd like to you, know what... You what, get some chic that comes in from overseas or something that has that kind of money, but I... So what is the mentality of Davidoff? So they, they come out with it, and they sell a bunch of boxes of 10 at 500 apiece, which is ridiculous. Mm. So they say, all right, let's up it and put, put how many 50 cigars inside the box? N- nobody will buy it now, hopefully, right? It yeah. seems like that's what they're their, their sales meeting is, can we come out with a cigar that nobody will buy? Right. That's what it seems like to me. And also, they did the um, Royale. Mm. So the Royale last year was $50 per cigar. And we carried it, and we had the uh, Hanky Kellner on the show, and we smoked the cigar, and a $50 cigar. My God, okay. This year, they took the, the cigar, they reblended it, and it's $100 per cigar. Mm. That's the Royale? Yeah. You know what they call a double cheeseburger? Yeah. The, the quarter pounder with cheese? <laughs> yeah, quarter pounder with cheese the in Royale England. Royale with cheese. Royale, because the metric is... Well, it's a cinema show, so I had it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's one of my favorite movies. But it's like the... How far can we... Yeah. Pull, how kind of far can we push it? I don't know. What's going on there? There's, there is the fascination factor that people have for very expensive cigars. And when you're looking for something to celebrate, if you just buy a $10 cigar and it's not the best in the shop or the most expensive, it doesn't feel like you're really celebrating. There's only five retailers that can even buy one box. Or you could corner the market and buy them all. Please don't. Don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> But I have to make an accounting to you at the end of the year for what, where our inventory is. And of the five retailers that buy one box apiece, if somebody buys one single, how many people could possibly have bought the whole box? Mm. So there may be a guy out there that ends up having a full box of these things someday. Well, maybe but, they're but counting But what's on... he going to do? Say, someday I can get 1000 a apiece for them? It's never going to happen. Not, that's not a, that's not, I don't think it's that kind of collector's item. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get a return on your investment. You're smoking that. You're getting oh, two, and you're God. smoking it with a buddy. If I ever hit the lottery, I will buy all four of us one of those, and I'll give us each a $100 bill to light it with. <laughs> we go. Yeah, that's the only way to do it, really, right? <laughs> also, uh, the former head of General Cigar, Dan Carr, has been hired as the new president of ITG Brands, which is mm. a sister company of General's largest competitor, Altadis USA. Again, very interesting. So you're talking about the two biggest powerhouses in the whole industry, and the guy that knows all the answers, the president who has all the secrets, ends up going to the biggest competitor that there is, the top, top dog in Altadis. Wow. And he knows all the answers. So he... General Cigar, who let him go, has to be saying, oh, my God, this is the biggest nightmare we could have. Should have kept him on just so he couldn't do what he's going to do. 
So it's interesting. We'll watch that. It is interesting to see how these things play out. And like I said last week, I'm interested to see how your calendar of events over the next two years is going to oh, really wind up going. It's playing up. Yeah. Uh, also, Tabacalera USA acquired Serious Cigars, a Texas-based chain. Big news. So Altadas buys a cigar retailer in Texas, Houston, Texas. Three stores, I believe they have, in a mail-order operation. Uh, this is the same company, Altadas, that bought uh, Cigar Inn in New York with two stores last year. Uh, they have the JR stores to begin with. Uh, they have Casa de Monte Cristo. They're getting deep. Mm. They're getting deep. At the same time, you've got somebody like Davidoff that's opening stores all around the country. And you have uh, Cigars International with plans of opening all across the country. It doesn't sound like they're opening across the country. It sounds like they're going to buy existing shops because you have that infrastructure with customer base already. That's what Altada seems to be doing, which I think is actually probably a smarter move. You know, instead of going yeah. there and competing with the top dog in there, you might as well just acquire my guess. Have you got a phone call yet? If I did get a phone call, it would be a non-disclosure agreement, and I would have to lie to you. Okay. And you, you couldn't be able to say it. So there's really no answer to what that is. Okay. But people talk. Fair enough. People that go, go well, around and stuff. If the answer was no, you would just say no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so in the God, absence. Really? That's true. In the absence <laughs> of true. a no, we, ha- we can probably put two and two together there. We're going nowhere. <laughs> I like where I'm at. And <laughs> you made me nervous there for really? <laughs> oh God, I'm like, oh, <laughs> your, your job's in jeopardy for other reasons. Oh, don't, yeah, don't worry I know, about it. I know. But if you talk to somebody and you, and you ask them that question, they have to answer no. So I had heard <laughs> another retailer um, that has been acquired by Altadas, and this is speculation, more than speculation, but uh, I heard it to be a factual thing that happened yesterday. And um, the owner of the store, who I know, is saying no. Because he has to say no yeah. anyway. So it's not an answer to me that he said no. Because if the answer was yes, he can't say it until the press release comes out and everything. So, But, uh, again, if he's saying no, it might be no. It might be no. No is not necessarily yes. No could be but no. But no is not yes. It could be, though. It could be. It's not saying no and saying if this happened, it'd be a right. non-disclosure. That's that yes. is the yes. Yeah. No, but I'm saying to you, Chuck is saying to me, did it happen? And I said, if I, no, say, no, I, if I say to you no, I could be lying to you. That's a yes. But you didn't say no. <laughs> so is there something you're not telling me? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk after the show. We're not going anywhere. Not, I, I like the business too much. But right. uh, we're not going anywhere. Uh, lastly, Davidoff does have one more. Uh, You'd now. understand if I was lying to you, though, right? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I'm still getting a little shaky Hopefully. over here now. Uh, Davidoff also announced they will be releasing yet again another limited edition cigar centered around the Chinese Zodiac, dubbed the Year of the Rooster for 2016. They will come in 10-count boxes for a retail price of around $40 at $400 a box, and it will be 8,000 boxes. And if you get a box of those, I hear it comes with a set of brass balls. Yeah. Last year, they had – what was the year of the last year? Was it the monkey or – Donkey? Uh, was it the? I think it was the year of the monkey last year. Year of the year. monkey. Before it that, sold. it was the year of the sheep. Before that, it was the year of the snake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. So this is now an annual thing for them. Well, it may be for the last now, annual it thing. It might be the last one. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Unfortunately. Which, which may be all the more people are interested. The last one. Want what you can't have. Yeah. Collector's items. 
all these things become collector's items, I guess, but a $40 cigar, what, you know, if, if you're looking at to, to sell it for more, what are you going to get, $50 for it? Yeah. I don't, see, yeah. I don't see the... Uh, that's one of the ones that people buy boxes of and collect. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, a a, good that's a collector's yeah. edition. I smoked it. It was good. I didn't smoke the, this one, but last year's one was very good. Yeah. Yeah, very my good. My favorite was the Year of the Snake. That one was my favorite. Yeah. And, uh, well, guys, that's what's up in the cigar world. Okay. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? And this was an audition for Derek, and... um this whole thing, Derek's been on, and he's, he's filling in, and he's jumping in in different aspects. We're going to tell you next week. We've got a big announcement to make, and we'll uh, tune in next week. And Live gonna... firing of Derek E.C. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. And you will not be here next week. I won't week, be here. But, Chuck, you will be. I will be, yeah. All right, so we've got Derek on. It's just me and Derek, yep. and we have a guest of Phil Zangi. Phil Zangi, Mr. Ah, Debonair himself. I would be nervous if it was just you and Derek. Oh, come on. But Phil is going to be able to fill in. Should we wear suits? Phil can fill. No, Derek actually can fill. He doesn't talk much when you and I are here, but he can, he can talk. He's got the gift of gab. All right. We'll see. Thank you. Right now, uh, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It appears we have a couple of crazy people in the audience. They're dancing and singing along with that intro. Oh, really? Intro. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Have you guys ever retaliated when uh, someone has, in your opinion, done you wrong? can't answer that. <laughs> the, answer is, the answer is yes. Uh, have you ever been so pissed off that you held a grudge for a very long time? Yes. How about a decade? Yes. Right. Really? Yeah. It looks as if someone at the... It's very bad. It's very bad. Very bad. Not air? Not safe no, for air? No, I'm very not, bad. I'm very he's bad. He's bad, and the stories are not safe for the air. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it looks as if someone at the Stavanger Golf Club in Norway pissed off the wrong patron. This guy has been dropping holes in one with his feces, complete with his used TP, for over a decade. The club is so frustrated that they've taken to social media to help solve the problem. The suspect is believed to be a large man because he's, of he's the... He's going in the, in the hole? He's going number, number two, two in, the hole. in the hole in one. Yes. Wow. He's believed to be a large man because of the massive nature of his nature callings, and he is most likely living on a diet of bran muffins and flakes... And can most certainly poop at will with remarkable accuracy. If anyone you know matches this description, please contact the Norwegian police. That's insane. Thank God it's Norwegian. It's gross. <laughs> it's impressive. And man, is he regular. That's asylum. 
They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! So is that against the law? I'm going to go with yes. Yes, <laughs> probably. I'm going to so go they, with yes. So they frown upon that. Oh. They do. <laughs> if you go deeper into the story, they've put uh, security cams up in trees hidden, and he climbs up the tree, disables the camera, goes down and poops in the same hole he pooped in last week. Wow. wow. Making them crazy. <laughs> and the toilet paper and everything. All I'm going to say is the customer is always right. <laughs> two guys smoke shop. <laughs> okay, tomorrow we change clocks back. Ugh. Tomorrow, so not a fan of this. It's awful. Back at extra why can't hour they sleep. just do? Why can't they just split the difference? Do a half an hour, and we just have the clocks why be not, the why freaking same why all the time. Do it. Why, why even do, do, it? do it? Well, it's dark when we get up in the morning. So when do you know we why it clocks, was initially introduced and, and became a standard? I believe it was farmers. It's exactly right because yeah. of farming. It, who farms now? It's that like no one does that anymore. Less than a half a percentage of the population are farmers. We need. The farmers, dude. Without the farmers, we, we need have the no farmers, food. But no. do they need daylight savings? Can't they get up later? And why do, do I have to come home and it's pitch dark? I hate that. We need the hostess factor. Why don't you just not know. be open for as long? Close at 5 o'clock instead of 6 o'clock, and then we can go home and it'll be light. You have and the power. open up earlier in the morning? You have the power. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. Either. Well, that's, farmers aren't doing it either. <laughs> okay. So with that, it's time to, uh, for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Okay. I have an offer for the day. Get rid of daylight savings. There we go. That's a good one. Time for the Don Raphael offer today brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Dun, dun, dun. Hostess cupcakes. It would be hostess cupcakes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for seven days. Nothing else. You can have water, but you can only eat a hostess food. Seven days, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, nothing else but seven days, $500 cash. Not a chance. I'm in. You are way too easy. Dude, way too easy. How, how could you say no to what that? What can go wrong? Nothing. Um, You'll live you forever. Die? You're, you're, you're eating preservatives. You're preserved. <laughs> Gross. cupcakes. You saw the, the TV, sh- the, the, the movie where the guy eats the McDonald's breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah, was that Super Size Me, I believe? Yeah. 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 Horrible. Which it just isn't probably as bad as Hostess Cupcakes, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The, the calorie count. I mean, you're going you're gonna to be tempted to eat until you're full at least the first few days. So you're going to consume 5,000 calories on day one. By day two, you're kind of sick of it. So you still get hungry, and you got to eat a few. You can maybe mix and down. match. You can go with the with the whole. Yeah, so you, you, can go you to drop your... down to what twenty five hundred calories a day. You're still above what you should be eating. You're still gaining weight. By the end of the seven days, you gain twenty pounds. No, you, you can't end up with a, twenty pounds. You end up with a heart attack. Your sodium levels are through the roof, and you got five hundred in cash. That's tax free money. No, <laughs> I mean I still do. You do it. It. I too. I'd one hundred percent do it. I wouldn't do it for five grand. I don't want to gain. But, the, I don't want to gain the weight, so I'm not doing it because what? I don't. I don't need to do that to me myself. But I don't see a major problem with oh it. Oh my god! I think there's worse things you could you could live off of for a week. Well, wasn't supersize me like a month? If we go a month, it was yes. a now month. or now yeah, or a month is iffy. Month is iffy. You're gonna have to go to doctors halfway through, right? Yeah, man. But you're gonna have to go to the bathroom. 
halfway through. In hole number one. Oh, there's a lot of golf courses. Yes, there's a lot of golf There are a lot of golf Well, that is the offer today, and I would say that's a tie. We got half and half, so we don't have a, a, a definite winner there. But um, we will get to it in the top of the hour. We are today having the ho-ho, the hostess. No. Ho-ho. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys are having the ho-ho. I having the broccoli. I am having the broccoli. It's broccoli and ho-hos. I thought we were going to have a piece of each. You guys are so, welcome to have some of my broccoli, but I am not eating a ho-ho. How do you know this is your broccoli? This is our ho-hos and our broccoli. Nope, that's not how it was presented to me. Really? The Dave, food is, authority is there is gone a, healthy. Is there a way? Because I've heard that Jonathan's put turmeric in stuff that he's made for you mm. without your knowledge. Yes. Is there any way that you can sneak a ho-ho into his turmeric? Is that possible? Can we blend it up? Sounds that so drink sexual. that you made me drink? He ends up cooking lunch on Thursdays. And, Just uh, sprinkle a little ho-ho dust You can on tell that whatever it is is yellow. He put turmeric in everything, no matter what it is. Could I put a, sneak a ho-ho in? It'd be tough, man. It would be tough. Yeah, I would know Manigotis, Have Manigotis and wrapped Grind around it. Grind it up. Like, put it in the blender. Or Not a chance. I would know that there's ho-ho in there. And unlike <laughs> him... The, the trick with Dave is not to tell him what he, you're having for lunch in advance. Mm. You just put it in front of him, and he eats it, and he's, he's like, you know what? That was really good. And then you tell him what it was in. And then you tell him afterwards yeah. what was in it. Yeah. He, he now is getting, like, mushrooms and things like that, and he puts it in a blender. Nice. Yeah. Because he doesn't eat mushrooms. So he, High in vitamin D. So he blends good. it so it's not there. But it's there. Mushrooms gross me out. I can't, I can't do mushrooms. It's a fungus. It's a fungus. It's a fungus. It's a fungi. 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 Yeah. It's a fungi. <laughs> There's nothing fun about a, a mushroom. You like mushrooms. I love mushrooms. They, I'm all right with they, mushrooms. They grow in the in the dirt under rocks, and they grow out of cow droppings too. That's yeah. psychedelic mushrooms. I, but still, I, I'm not going to say family. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't eat a psychedelic mushroom, but I've never eaten one. Derek, you wouldn't do like a, a double cheeseburger with bacon and, and and mushrooms. I'll take the bacon. You you take the mushrooms. I'm good. If the mushrooms are raw on a steak and things like that, yeah. it's there, I eat it. I I'm not going to eat a he doesn't pick eat a mushroom. I'm not going <laughs> to grab a whole I, mushroom and eat it. Like a mushroom burger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's oh, I've I seen do. those. The, the portobello, portobello mushroom mushrooms. burger. But yeah, they say it's like a steak or something. Oh, but yeah. I'll have the steak. No, I don't know, man. It's not just weird cooking much. It's a little too aggressive for me. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. nice as a topping. They're nice as a topping. Salads. That's gross. No. I don't eat raw mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I need them to bleed first. Bleed? Cook them. Yeah, mushrooms bleed. You ever eat oh. wild mushrooms? From, from you know, go, oh, yeah. go in the thing? And no, I don't go them. out into the wild <laughs> and no? get mushrooms. No. Never. No. 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 Well, now that I... Why? No. Because you don't know if they're the bad kind or the good kind or the psychotropic, whatever. They're not just... psychotropic, but I mean, there's poison mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm dumb. You don't know if, if it's poisonous for like three days. I'm good. My mother would always do it have wild mushrooms in. No. That's why you don't eat mushrooms. And somebody said you put a penny inside the pot that you're cooking at, and if the penny turned a color or something, that would be no good. I'm here to tell you it's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Because the penny didn't change, and she ate the mushrooms, and we called the... uh, Oh, no. Yeah, we had to call the poison center, and she was throwing up all night long. Oh, God. Until... you, the more I out. get to know your, about your yeah. mother, the more I like her, number one, <laughs> yeah. and the more I see the window into you, number two, and the more crazy that I realize that she is in such a pleasant way. All right, we're smoking the hand-rolled cigar. This is the one in the little 
candy type of look to it, which I got in a lot of trouble on social media with this, that I was going after children uh, or something, trying to get children to... Wouldn't it be the opposite if you made a candy that looked like a cigar? Now you're trying to get something. Right. But you make a cigar look like a candy, it would be the opposite because you can't eat this. It's no. nostalgic. It's, it's nostalgic. What it That's what I went with. Nostalgia. You're trying to go, you're trying to appeal to an older person that remembers having that as a child. And what I was trying to do is get the duds that we couldn't sell and turn them into a sellable product that ended up working out. So it worked out pretty well. The thing is, we don't know what it is. So we, we don't know what this is right now. Does anybody have a guess of the country of origin? Because we made, the Florida Dominicana made uh, firecrackers, Papin Garcia made firecrackers, um, Dominican Republic made firecrackers, um, we had... Um, um, you got Omar Cro-Magnon, de- yeah. Cro-Magnon. Omar, Omar <laughs> DeFries made them. Um, a lot of different people made them over the years. What country of origin is this? You would guess Dominican, but this could be Dominican. Could this be Dominican. tastes um, on the Dominican side to me. I'm going to say Dominican. Yeah. So it could be the Lafleur, although I'm not. Uh, that's not strong. I like don't that. think it's I'm La not, Yeah, I'm not getting <clears throat> pounded. Yeah. In the it's pleasant. Chest. It's really pleasant. It's a little heavy for me. Yeah, it's heavy. A little sweetness. You came a long way, Chuck. Yeah, we came a long way. <laughs> we used yeah, to have to have the chum you, bucket off to the side. Absolutely, there you yeah. did. Yeah, I need the really, sugar packets and. Yeah, you used to have to have the true story. Yeah, and you, it's pleasant to me. You it is. A fire I like it. It's yeah. pleasant. I like it. Derek, back. What do you think? Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this. It has a, a nice, it's very soft, soft black pepper in yeah. the background. Uh, it's 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 mellow. I, I feel like this has been aged for a little longer. Than a lot of the stuff out there. It's just uh, very it's, smooth on the palate. It's pancakes with a little bit of black pepper on the pancake, but you put too much oil in the pan, so you really fry the edge of the pancake crispy. And then the maple syrup, real maple syrup, flows down, and you get that little crunch part right there. That's what this is. Do you ever have breakfast with Mr. Jonathan? Like, they have the, the syrup on the thing, and he asks, do you have any real... Maple syrup. Real syrup. My wife's like that. And they end up going in the thing and bringing him out. And some then charging stuff. like six bucks. So <laughs> I'll pay him. <laughs> so he eats the real one. So if there it is, the real stuff too. So I tried a real one and the, and yeah. the, and the one that is the normal yeah. one. I like the fake one better. I'm with you, brother. Yeah. 100%. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How about the fake butter on the popcorn? No. No. I'm, uh, it's pretty good. It's not I, it, yeah. movie, movie theater butter is the best kind of butter. It's yeah. good butter. Yeah. Even no, it's butter. not butter. It's, it's not like, butter. It's yeah, hydrogenated it's vegetable it's oil wonderful. with dye in it. It's got it. a good taste to it, though. Mm, yellow number five. Yeah, this is amazing. It's way better than the number four stuff, that crap they used to put out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That means we're going to break. When we come back, uh, cigars and movies. We're going to talk about cigars and cinema, and we're going to light up uh, two more small cigars, and we're going, get, we're going to get to it. The top 100 cigar retailers that should be acquired. We're going to name names. We're going to name I names. I still don't believe you. All right. So all that and more when we return. You're listening to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And whether you are smoking your hand-rolled dud or your Toscano cigar, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity, from farms to factory, to their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Sereno knows too well. All Sereno cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli in Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For aging rum Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. 
end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flua Dominicano Cigar Studios today. High atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You don't see it much, but it used to be that uh, all talk shows, all movies, TVs, it'd always be guys smoking cigars. Uh, today we're going to talk about cigars and cinema and also get to the top 10 cigar retailers that should be acquired by some of the big manufacturers out there. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. It's like a top 10 list. You're it is. D- you're the David Letterman of cigars. There we go. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And a big shout-out to uh, Janine Perdomo watching us on Facebook there we Live. Go. There we go. So uh, since 1920, this cake has been out there. So it's, got ye- it's almost 100 years of success. It doesn't happen Unless the product is awesome. Since the dawn of time, this broccoli has been consumed as a vegetable. <laughs> no. This unbelievable it, it, palate cleanser. It even looks like a cigar. It's even, even shaped like a cigar. It's a ho-ho. It looks like hostess. a tree. It's the broccoli by it's nature. It's comfortable in your hand. It's comfortable in your mouth. No, it is not. Small cylindrical, cylindrical? Cylindrical. Cylindrical cake. <laughs> okay, uh, Barry. A pinwheel style Say cake. cinnamon. 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 Uh, this was based on the Swiss roll. That's where it came from. Well, they they kind of ripped off Swiss roll. because the other company had the Swiss roll. The Swiss roll was Little Debbie. So Hostess says, okay, we're going to make the ho-ho to go up against the Swiss roll. And then you have the people at Drake's who come out with the yodel to try to. So they, they all have it. It's a three-way competition going on there. But the ho-ho is my favorite. Well, I would say the Swiss roll because it's larger in size, the Swiss roll. Unless they, they had a big ho-ho. Ho-hos usually came in packs of two. They're down to packs of one. Lame. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Easier to share. In a pack of one? Yeah, because then you have one, and you're not touching the other guys. Yeah, more. it's all about touching. It's broccoli's amazing. So, And I have broccoli here, too. Me, too. So the competition here is the broccoli versus the ho-ho. Broccoli wins every time. Oh, ho. Close. Oh, ho. Oh, this is I get, amazing. I get goosebumps when I take a bite out of a ho-ho. <laughs> Cleanse the palate with a ho-ho. You, we're adding a little sugar in because we're smoking four cigars. You want to have a little sugar. 
It's, uh, I think there's some sugar and broccoli. Good idea. Sweet. This is why people don't like you. It's just one of the reasons. All the boys are doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm against the food authority. I'm anti-food authority. A little snack just before we go into the next segment. I got a snack right here. This is amazing. And you eat the stem of it, too. The huh? whole thing. Well, right, man. I'm not I, there yet. I can get through the tree part of the yeah. broccoli. I, I can like get through it. If you cook it and you put some butter on it, some salt. Maybe some cheese. But raw. Or garlic. Really, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you could use your lotus mercury to toast it. And you could kind of cook it. A little dry roasting. You don't like it, though. Love it. You eat it because it's good for you. No, broccoli's amazing. You like what it tastes like. Like it. You know what? Broccoli is the best thing when you're dipping. Because you, it has the, the tree part, so it catches all the dip. And you can just What's go What's in the town. dip? Very bad for you. Turmeric. Unless you had a melted ho-ho. Um, I'm not interested. <laughs> you get a little melted hummus. Melted ho-hos and the... a little homemade hummus. Boom. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Nutritious. Ha- delicious. If Haley's watching, she's, she's probably going to give me hell when I get back because she always cooks broccoli and she's going to say, you ate broccoli with them? And not me. So I think I'm screwed now. All right. We're going to smoke the United Cigar Pencil. This is a 6-inch by 28 ring gauge. A ring gauge equals 64 ring gauges across is 1 inch. This is 28, so you can imagine how small it is. If you want to know how exactly small it is, if you put this beside a number 2 pencil, which happens to be the most popular pencil in the world, the yeah, number the, 2. The number 3 has completely gone away. Gone away. It's all Along about the number with the 2. Number one. The number 2, for some reason, that size is perfect. This is modeled after the number 2 pencil. They said it wasn't going to draw. They said it wasn't going to sell. It's our number one seller. Sells like hell. Wow. And it draws like a straw. Mm. It has a little uh, cap on the top. It's, it's opened end. Can you take a draw from it? Mm-hmm. A little vanilla milkshake on the cold draw. Yeah. I'm getting a ton of cedar. I want to give it a little cut, though. A little cut. A little cut on it. So it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices and continue to do so, Perdomo Cigar cuts out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowers their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. So a little cut, I'm going to give it just to open it up a little more. Might be a strawberry milkshake on the cold draw. Give it a little light. We're going to light our United Cigar Pencil with the Lotus Mercury. This is a dual-jet, single-action flip-top lighter. That features the patented, even though this is Lotus, it still features the patented Vertigo big-ass tank in the Lotus lighter. It's got an easy adjustment wheel, a flip-out bullet punch, and it retails for twenty nine ninety nine. One hell of a lighter. So, Derek, you were a cigarette smoker. Does this make you want to inhale? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're no, off it? not. Uh, yeah. No, I am, I'm, all, I'm good with cigarettes. Uh, cigars, I could, I could never inhale just because I know what would happen. Because I have done it before. Yeah, by accident. Oh, it's it bad. Oh, it hurts. Hurts, hurts, hurts. Is there anyone that intentionally inhales cigars? There's got to be. A I've lot of it. the 
manufacturers, the actual blenders, mm. will they believe that they should take the smoke a little bit into their lungs, but they're all very specific that they take it just into the top, and then so they don't inhale deep. They just a little tiny bit and then retrohale, and they believe that that's the way that it should be done. I think we should try it. No, thank no. you. No? Not even if he plays the drum roll, am I going to do that. Okay, so cigars and cinema. You see people <laughs> smoking certain cigars in the movies. Uh, TV also influence. Does that influence somebody into cigar smoking? We had um, the government actually wanting to ban it, not even allow it. Some cartoons and stuff, it would actually, that appeared in some old cartoons that the roadrunners smoking a cigar or whatever doesn't exist anymore. They take it away. Mr. Potato Head used to have a pipe. They took it away. Yeah. These things would go. So Santa. Santa. I show my children, uh, two girls, five and six. I had to think about that for a second. But uh, sometimes, they're, if they're lucky, they'll get to watch some old cartoons. Yeah. So like Wildy e. Coyote and, and the sure. Roadrunner or Mickey Mouse or whatever. And it's great to see in those, some of those older cartoons, Dave, like you said, you know, yeah. the characters smoking cigars. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And some, some old movies. You end up watching some old movies. Let's take The Godfather, for yeah. instance. Um, I mean, um, The Odd Couple. The Odd Couple. Even that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, based on the play, but in the movie, Jack Lemon and Felix was uh, Walter Matthau. And Walter Matthau was the cigar smoker Oscar because he was a messy type of guy, right? So they put a cigar in his mouth, and later on it turns into the TV show. And also the same thing, he throws his butt, if, if you remember, at the beginning of it, he throws his butt on the ground, and Felix picks it up with his um, umbrella, umbrella yeah. end of it. Uh, but all of them sitting around playing cards were smoking cigars, all of them. So it would, this, you're talking about the 60s. Right, everybody was smoking cigars. As I said, was saying to somebody earlier, '67 uh, when um, the Surgeon General said that cigarettes were no good for you, everybody went to cigars because they believed it was a better alternative to go to that. And it was a big boom in the '60s from that. Um, all in the family, you remember? Absolutely. All in the family. Archie the Archie Bunker, Bunker always smoking cigars. Um, there was a guy that, you know. If you go back and watch some old Archie Bunkers talk about um, racism and uh, no filter you, type you of You couldn't thing. get away with that now. Right. right. Absolutely. Uh, James Bond, all the James Bond movies, Roger Moore. Um, one, I, I had heard a story about him that in his contract for uh, being James Bond in it, that he demanded unlimited amounts of cigars. Actually, the Monte Cristo number two, unlimited Amounts was part of his contract while doing it. So somebody was asking earlier, did they, um, were they really smoking cigars? Were they real cigar smokers? On an offset, he wanted Monte mm. Cristo number two during that. Um, that was during the uh, Golden Eye movie. Um, yeah. Even the women in that movie, it was a classy type of thing that right. they would smoke the cigar uh, while they were playing uh, that game. Baccarat. Baccarat, yeah. Um, every gangster movie, Godfather, everything, you, you're always seeing uh, the cigar Scarface, Al Pacino. He was a Cuban coming in from the U.S., uh, coming to the U.S., and they were all cigar smokers within that. Uh, even God in the movies would smoke cigars. Oh, God, George Burns. Yeah. Always True a cigar, story. right? Always. Actually, there's not even one part of that movie where he doesn't have the cigar. He was a real cigar smoker, right. too. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator and 
lot of his movies that he in. Uh, actually, all action uh, heroes, Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone, you'd always see a cigar from the action uh, heroes, um, the A-Team guy, you know, all these. George Hannibal. Capard, yeah. Hannibal, yeah. <clears throat> Hannibal Smith. Uh, the Watchmen, yep. 2009. Yep. Um, X-Men movies. Yeah. Hellboy. Right, even the the evil gangster guy or something, cigar smoker. Didn't, we uh, we mentioned uh, Clint Eastwood. Good. What are you saying? Uh, in in Rocky, didn't Mickey uh, his trainer smoke? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you're seeing far less than that. Uh, Scott went out on me. Imagine that. Well, you're talking. You're talking. Lot. <laughs> There's a lot of movies to go through here. Here we go. Um, Clint Eastwood, uh, Fistful of Dollars, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, yeah. you know, all those type of movies. Always that cigar we smoked. That was the exact cigar actually used. Uh, Toscano, which was what they used in those movies. Black Hawk Down. You go to TV, if you remember the Adams Family. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Gomez Adams, always a cigar. Um, we mentioned the A-Team. Yeah, the A-Team. The, um, you know, look at things like um, Hogan's Heroes. That there's a humidor right on his desk, and not only is he smoking the cigar or somebody that comes in the office, but even Hogan himself, who, who's a prisoner of war, he would say, have a cigar, you know, and they'd, they'd end up having cigars. Seinfeld, Cosmo Kramer, big into mm-hmm. cigars. Yeah. They, they all ended yeah. up smoking cigars one time or another during those shows. So it was happening all the time, and we're seeing less of it because the government actually wants it to be less of a celebration type of thing, you know, especially if they're enjoying themselves, God forbid. We even had it happen to us. We made a commercial. Uh, it was a one-minute commercial, and uh, we sent it to the TV stations to run for our stores, and they had a problem with 15 seconds in, 15 to 18 seconds, you're going to have to get rid of that part, and 28 seconds to 31 seconds, you're going to have to get rid of that part after we sent the commercial in and agreed upon the price and agreed upon wow. this is when we're going to run it. And I said, absolutely not. I said, that's the commercial. It's produced. It's done. No, you're going to have to get rid of that. Why? What is the problem? He says, they look like they're having a good time. Come on. That was the reason? That was the that reason. Was the reason. <laughs> and imagine, said, imagine walking into your local, sh- your local um, grocery store. Like we have Market Basket up here, Piggly Wiggly. Mm. And they say, before you buy that bag of chips, you have to take off your tie. That's a, it's, it's that crazy. Before you give us money to buy the service that you're paying for, mm. you have to do X. Can you imagine? It's stupid. It's stupid. Do you feel a little dainty smoking a cigar this thin? Yes. <laughs> like a Virginia Slim. It's so thin, 28 ring gauge. I'm halfway through already. Yeah. yeah. It, it, about it, a quarter. It's a quick smoke. But flavor-wise, again, I mean, it's yeah. a lot different than what we had It's got before. flavor. It's got yeah. a draw. It's got taste to it. A little cinnamon, a little vanilla. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It, you know, from the industry that went into 60 ring gauge cigars and, and even bigger to... Here's a 28 ring gauge. I mean, totally against the, the grain of what's happening. But, wow, do they sell. That's a good cigar. Well, because you, 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 we're coming into the cold season. And the part of the reason why we're smoking the small cigars is there are other options out there instead of the big cigars if you don't have a lot of time. You may, if it's not that cold out, and I'm saying it's 50 degrees out in the wintertime, that's like a heat wave up here in New England, you may decide you want to go out and smoke a cigar. But 50 degrees is still chilly. So you might bundle up, and you're going to go out for 20 minutes and have a cigar with the guys or whatever. You want to go with a smaller cigar. You're not going to waste a Churchill yeah. that's going to burn for an hour and a half. Yeah, so this is 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
99 cents. And we'll see guys, and you, you guys work the, 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 uh, the sales floor, guys that get their regular box of cigars or handfuls of cigars, and then they reach in and grab a handful of these sprinkled on for... When they got 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It certainly worked. Anyway. So uh, while you're enjoying life thoughts fullest, it's important to be debonair and how to be more debonair and gentleman-like is gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking at Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the Debonair way to having one's back. Having one's back stems from the military combat. If you were in battle and facing forward, an enemy could potentially come up from behind you and kill you. However, other soldiers fighting behind you would see this unexpected attack in advance and likely prevent it from happening. They would, in essence, have your back. Outside of the battlefield, there are many other occasions or ways for a gentleman to be debonair and have one's back. For example, if you're helping out a friend with a project or workload, if you see a friend or colleague with more on their plate than they can handle, ask where, if, or how you might be able to help them out. Another situation to have one's back is if a friend or family member is going away on vacation uh, or has an unexpected occurrence take place, such as a doctor's appointment or child's unexpected early release from school. You can have your friends or family members back by watching their dog, picking up their mail or newspapers while they're away, or just keeping an eye on their house. Here at the Cigar Authority, we always have each other's back. Whether I'm on the road with the Patriots and Derek steps in and helps produce, or if Barry's away on a honeymoon, we step in to try to fill his shoes. If Jonathan's away on a vacation or a DJ gig, we step in and try to handle the responsibilities of the asylum segment and so forth. And if Dave's away, well, maybe there is one set of shoes that we're unable to fill. What? But that's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you Debonair? Those are the best shows when he's not here. It only happened once. It's happened more than once. I remember once I think it's when I had pneumonia. And recently, when you went oh, to Cuba. Oh, I went to Cuba. Oh, yeah. I went to Cuba. Yeah. All right. It happened multiple times. In six years, almost seven. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, good. pretty good. Oh, back on the back on the movies real quick. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple people write in under the comments section on thecigarauthority.com. And uh, the cigarinist actually made a point that a lot of uh, superhero movies and comic books also have yeah. their main characters smoking cigars. Uh, one in particular, Tony Stark from uh, Iron Man and Wolverine uh, from mm. X-Men. They were smoking cigars. Uh, Wayne, our friend here, he said Hellboy. Hellboy, another one. By the way. Uh, cigarinist is Rudy. Rudy. It's cigarcinist. Cigarcinist. I'm new to the chat box. I'm learning everything. Hi, guys. I'm, I'm just Derek. teaching you how to read. See, there's an Cigar. S right there. Cigarcinist. Well, I'm a little dyslexic. That's okay. 
I don't know if it's okay. <laughs> we're smoking a United Cigar Pencil. We're, we're, we're coming down to the end of this thing. It didn't uh, last all that, all that much time. But um, I have a quick question. Yep. Quick question. Can you guys remember the latest movie, the last movie, where you can remember a character smoking a cigar? Most recent. Most recent movie. Wasn't there, uh, didn't, I think, wasn't Tony Stark in the Avengers movie? Didn't he have a cigar? Yes, he did. And that was like last year, right? Last that year. was last yeah, year. okay. Yep. Okay. Not all that much anymore, though. I know. They frown upon it. Now, there was. Those people, they frown upon the, it. They like sporting the, events. The A-Team movie. Wasn't he fighting for that not he to was. happen? He was and fighting for it not to happen. It's an iconic thing. This is what he does. Yeah. He smokes a cigar when the plan comes together. Yeah. Now, yeah. celebratory. There was a movie that I saw recently. I've seen it a couple times. American Psycho. Uh, Rob Weiss helped oh. produce that. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene where Christian Bale walks into the dry cleaners, and he is losing his mind on the person behind the counter. And he has a cigar in his hand, and he slams his hands down on the counter. And the camera cuts to his hands real quick and then pulls back to his face. It's a split second. And I had to go back and pause to see what he was smoking because there was a band on the cigar. that's what we do. That's what we do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sick. And he was smoking an Avo Classic. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I do the same stuff. I got to see what it is. Awesome. I had to see. Awesome. You know, is it product placement, or uh, which they don't allow? Um, with tobacco products and stuff, or, you know, why did they choose that or whatever. And I, I, mean, I asked Rob Weiss and stuff, and he says, they'll just say we need a cigar, and does anybody somebody, have one? Yeah, somebody goes and gets it. Yeah. So it's a luck of the draw, but, but you know, to a cigar geek or something, maybe, well, I never had that before or whatever, and, yeah, who knows. What, you know, you saw with the Sopranos and all that stuff yeah, that happened. Yeah. We didn't even mention that. But another gangster type of thing, it, it, like, goes with it. it yeah. You know, what do you do if... Uh, you can't imagine. Did they it. show the bands on Sopranos? I don't, I don't remember. They did once, and it was a CAO. And then CAO <laughs> called them up and got, because it was just a coincidence that it happened. And then the CAO started working with them and ended up making the Sopranos line. That. And that went away. And now they're actually relaunching it, kind of, uh, calling it Consigliere, a CAO Consigliere, which is supposedly the Sopr Black. Sopranos yeah. uh, brand. There's a Consigliere problem because it was a Consigliere of um, a cigar that was made before, and I believe Davidoff owns the rights to it, so uh, there's an issue with that trademark. There's also been rumors that there was uh, box issues as far as uh, paint not curing and whether, yes. whether or not it's tainting cigars, and right. so they, they may end up with a problem with that particular one. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. A lot going on next week. No Mr. Jonathan, no Barry. Uh, Chuck and I will be here, and with us will be Phil Zangi. We have a special announcement to tell you about next week, and uh, tune in for that, and um, we'll see uh, how well that goes. And uh... Hey, hey. Yeah? It's big news. Because you, you have nothing to do with it, but coincidentally, it's while you're not even, a, not even here. It's true. You and Barry aren't even going to be here. Um, that's why I'm predicting a snooze fest. Really? That's why I'm predicting. With Phil Zangi? Not with Phil. With us. With Derek and with I. And, and with the with big me. news. And with big news coming up. You better come ready to hit home runs. I am, there, I am ready to fill Barry shoes and, and the debonair segment, at the same time. The debonair segment better be right on. I know. Yep. You got to bring it. You got to bring it. You got to bring it. And we got to show these guys that they're really not needed. You know what? Take the next six months off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I predict that it'll be the same thing as every time that I'm not here. Oh my God, we Highest missed you. Show? We missed you. 
There's crying involved. There's hugs when I come back. A lot of tears. Okay. It's awful. And then on the 19th. It's embarrassing, really. The 19th, we we get, um, Barry comes back from the honeymoon, so the honeymoon is over, but there is no Chuck. And then the following week, there's no Chuck again, so the Patriots is back to back to back. And we will all be together, all of us, on December 3rd. It's the next time we're all going to be together. It's been, I mean, I can't even remember the whole group getting together, but... Getting the band back together. We're getting the band back together on December 3rd. So uh, that'll be also the time we open up care packages. So care package is something we put together so that the listeners can smoke along with us. Even if you listen to the podcast later in the week, you'll have received these cigars, and then we'll say, okay, now we're going to smoke this cigar, part of the care package. You look in and you smoke it along with us, and when Jonathan tastes like, it says it tastes like broccoli and cinnamon or whatever it is, you say it doesn't taste like broccoli and cinnamon at all, and uh, it's part of the enjoyment of the show. I noticed you didn't finish your broccoli. I did not finish you my broccoli. You ate the whole ho-ho. In one bite, but not the broccoli. I enjoyed the ho-ho. You I, didn't. I enjoyed the I, broccoli. I finished the broccoli. I left the, I left That's the, not finished. the stem. You it's not be, finished. I'm not eating the stem. Some people that like ketchup but hate tomatoes, or they, like, they, they hate cherries, but they'll have like cherry-flavored ice cream or whatever. With broccoli, it's a different experience having broccoli raw versus cooked for me. I'll eat it all day long cooked. Raw. But how about yeah. when it's cooking? It stinks so bad. It smells so bad. No, well, How can it be good? You gotta, you gotta use a little olive oil, some garlic, salt, pepper. Yeah. You it, steam broccoli? Never. Oh no, you God, don't steam it. Gross. And I and I like to keep it a little on the El Dante side. It's got a little crunch to it. I love to eat potatoes like apples. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not raw potatoes. Raw potatoes. It's so amazing. You, know, you have a gift. You have a gift for segues. I, I'm telling you. You I'm just are you. unbelievable. <laughs> You got it next week it. on the Cigar Authority. <laughs> Derek brings <laughs> potatoes. And I'll do it as an onion. Just yeah. for the record, when you walk around with a potato in your pants, it's supposed to be in the front. I learned that the hard way. Really? <laughs> I learned that the hard way. All right. All right. Let's, in the front. let's go to break because when we come back, it is the top 10 retailers that should be acquired. Are these guys all lining up? What's going on? This industry is changing so fast. We've got the classic three-way. Is Janine still mailbag. with us? No, she's on oh, an airplane now. She's going to be bummed out. All right. We're going to see who that's going to be. And we got another small cigar to light up. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. 
the time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor.
Hi, this is Phil Zangi from Debonair Cigars and Rum, and thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retail's radio network. And we'll have Phil on next week with us live here. And we're live right now in the La Fleur Dominicana Cigar Studio today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. We'll be back here next week with Phil if you want to come by. By all means, we're always open. Anybody wants to come by, uh, we're upstairs at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. You come in and... Uh, Sit down and watch the show live if that's what you want to do. What are we charging for tickets now? Uh, tickets are the same price as, as we did six years ago, zero. Talk about holding the price. Holding the price. Money back guarantee. And the same thing for charging for the show. It's the same price. It's zero, and you can write your, bad you can stuff to us. get your money back anytime you and, want. And we haven't had a lot of time for mailbags and stuff. But no, we the, haven't. The funny thing was that the show was free, and we, at the beginning especially, all the bad emails that we would get of saying – how terrible we are, and the, the same people would do it, you know, a month later, the same guy would write in, and it's free. You know, what were you expecting? <laughs> <laughs> if we charged $100, but this is, it's free. It's pretty good for the price. It's pretty damn good for the price. <laughs> yeah, for the price. <laughs> so we have the last small cigar, one of my favorite small cigars. And the foot th- smells like Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. Love Fig, fig Newtons. Yes. This is the Perdomo Small Batch 2005. You got anything on this, Derek? Right here, it says the Perdomo Small Batch series takes small batch to the next level. Handcrafted from a rare collection of 10-year aged tobaccos, the Perdomo Small Batch series is carefully blended with smaller leaves that have the perfect balance of flavor, strength, and aroma. Hmm. Perdomo has created this stunning line of small, premium, handcrafted cigars by combining the finest bourbon barrel-aged wrappers with those rare and exquisite 10-year-aged filler tobaccos. Now, I believe that the cigar comes to us a year old. So the cigar was rolled uh, last year when the tobaccos were 10 years old. We have them now, and this is why the band says small batch 2005. There we go. It's 11 years now. It's 11 years old, the tobacco. It comes in a little tin of four cigars. I love the tin. It's awesome. Uh, I smoke these way too often. They're and like Tic Tacs. Really? It's, uh, it's, it's an awesome 20 cigar. 20 bucks for the tin. You get four cigars, and they're real cigars, and they smoke good. This is a go-to, one of my go-tos, yeah. for sure. So time to cut a cigar, the official cutting. Perdomo, you get four out of it. Four in one show. No extra charge for this. The official cutting brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So how much for a tin of four? It is 1999. I just said that. I said that too. Wait a minute. 1999, Dave. Here we go. It's 1999, so it's $5 per cigar. Hell of a cigar for $5. Oh, yeah. Hell of a cigar. little peppery component right on the uh, cold draw. It's a peppery Fig Newton. It is absolutely. It's I not know, a cookie. I know it's this cigar oh too well. Oh too well. I, I would say a, a week doesn't go by that I don't have them when we have them. Because hmm. they don't always have them. I think I'm about to have a Mr. Jonathan moment. You know, <clears throat> Wonder Bread. The crust that's on the Wonder Bread. Yeah. That thin, light brown crust. That, the crumbs at the bottom of the bag. Mmm. For starters, Chuck, I've had no less than three flavors today, and I get nothing. You got a. He doesn't even have a sound effect. You got a harp. He doesn't even have a sound effect, and you play mine while he's there. He He gets crickets. He gave you credit. He's the rookie. 
He's by, we, remember the Devin and, Ray, having one's back? Yeah, I'm not having his back on this. <laughs> and, and I've never had Wonder Bread, so I don't even know if he's right. You've never had Wonder Bread? Not at once in my Are life. Are you kidding Stop me? Stop it. Never. Stop it. What? Never had never Wonder had Bread. Never had it with peanut butter? Have you ever Dave, had a peanut butter had and jelly? Is he American? Bread. Oh, my I've never God. had Wonder check Bread in my ID. life. Yeah, we got to check his ID. Never. It's the, the wow. lowest of the low. It's the lowest common denominator of breads. Oh, stop it. Bleached flour. He thinks he's going to live forever. So live longer than you three. No We're going to see. Wonder Bread. We're going to no see. Way. I'm eating broccoli while you bitches are eating ho-hos. <laughs> and? And we're going to light our cigar today. Who has a big smile on their face? Us three. No. Th- everything should be in moderation. moderation. That's all. You have a ho-ho once in a while. It's sitting there. It's you, bothering me. Are you going to eat that or not? No, I'm not eating it. You're absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bothering it's me to stand there. The guy that just talked about moderation I can't is going to eat a second ho-ho. He can't have it in front of you and not eat no, it. I, I can. We're lighting our cigar today. Some of us have Losing already all lit all attention. Up. Just standing there talking to me. With the ho-ho. Lotus Mercury, it is a double-jet single-action lighter with a flip-out bullet punch in the bottom. And, yes, I know you're thinking, it says Lotus. But does it feature the Vertigo big-ass tank? Yes, it does. Do you know that there was a nutty ho-ho at one time that was modeled no. after the laugh of Eddie Murphy? No kidding. What? They what? modeled the nutty ho-ho after the laugh of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> there was actually a contest that went on, and they made the nutty ho-ho. I don't think it ended up uh, surviving. Again, it's another celebrity trying to get into the hostess game. You just can't do that. <laughs> another? Or could he be the <laughs> yeah. only one? <laughs> yeah. The nutty ho ho. You're a friggin' nutty ho ho. It could have been the ha ha instead of the ho ho. Ho ho is Santa Claus. They should do a Christmas ho ho. I'm pretty sure they do. Really? I'm pretty Why sure. Why would they... you think that? Because it's obvious they should, but I've never seen it. I would like to see that. I would like to see hostess contact us. How has this not happened yet? I know. Because I'm going to go off on something else. I'm going to end up going for the broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> that'll happen. That'll happen. So, uh, yeah, this is a go-to for me. Four by 46. I like a 46 ring gauge. 46 used to be the Corona. The Corona would be five inches. But this is just a short Corona. It's a nice cigar. Mm. Wintertime, it's starting to get cold out here. This is a nice go-to, although as small as this is, you're going to get more than a half hour out of this thing. Yeah. So yes, you are. We're, we're doing it for the last... Uh, segment of the show so that I can continue to smoke after the show's over. I still got a cigar going, so that was um, the setup with, Question. with this. Yes. Favorite character, not necessarily movie, we'll say character, whether in the movies, TV, cartoon, to have a cigar. Is it Clint Eastwood? No, for me, it's George Papard. He's half the reason I smoke cigars. Really? Half the reason. The other half is my grandfather. No kidding. That yeah. much of an influence. That much of an influence. That's pretty awesome. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Hmm. I liked Oscar Madison. Yeah. I not only saw the play, the regular play, when um, the TV guys got together, they retired. Um, what is their name? Jack Lemon. No, the TV one. Oh, um, George. Uh, no. Uh, crap. The guy that played Quincy. Yes. Oh. Ah. You guys know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the TV odd couple got together and went to, and did the play. And I went to New York and I saw the play cool. with them there. Very cool. Yet he watches Columbo 
every single day. Hey, that's nothing. I love so, Colombo. He smoked gonna... che- he smoked cheap cigars though, and yeah. he would always say it. I smoke cheap cigars. Always have a cigar, but um... Jack Klugman, thank you. Thank you, Boom. Jack Klugman. Studio audience. Yeah. So um, that's Sean Rogers. That is the Sean Rogers. Our backup slash fact, fact regular checker. fact checker. Rudy doesn't like to say that he's the fact checker because Rudy likes to be the fact checker. But Sean got it this time faster than you, Rudy. You got to be quicker on the draw, dude. Okay, so uh, early this year, General Cigar, that's Macanudo, La Gloria Cubana, Cohiba, uh, and also Cigars International, fires Dan Carr, the president of General Cigar, and fires Mike Giannini from General Cigar. This week, we heard that um, the uh, Altidus ends up hiring Dan Carr. Earlier this year, General Cigar bought A.J. Fernandez. This week, A.J. Fernandez, a Nicaraguan company, buys Sosa Cigars. Sosa is a former partner with Casada Cigars in the Dominican, goes off on his own, and has the cigars made in Fuente in the Dominican Republic. Not Nicaragua, but the Nicaraguan company, A.J. Fernandez, buys Sosa Cigars. Are they predicated? Sosa is. Okay. Now, earlier this year, Davidoff opens more locations, Texas, Georgia, Florida. Earlier this year, Altidus, who is Romeo and Juliet, Monte Cristo, and J.R. Cigars, buys Cigar Inn, two locations in New York, and opens various Monte Cristo locations. This week, Altidus buys Serious Cigars, three retail locations in Texas, in a mail-order division, Houston, Texas, uh, which happens to be down the street from a Davidoff location. Interesting. Um, The question is, who's next? Manufacturer, retailer, what what is going to happen? And I think it's the play right now is I think they're looking at retail locations. They They need to be able to make contact with the end user that is not buying online. And turn them into an online smoker. Because Maybe. certainly we retailers wouldn't want to turn somebody into an online smoker where we're saying go to your brick-and-mortar retailer, right? right? That's what we want you to do. Unless, of course, they owned the company, and then they say, here it is, and by the way, here's a catalog, and buy from us anytime. You don't have to come here. So it's almost a showroom, right. you know, and they call that showrooming. So you, the consumer, that go inside a cigar store and you try one of these cigars and you like it, and then you go home and you buy the box online. That's showrooming. It ends up hurting the retailer, helping the, the um, mail order company. By the way, we started the show. It was less than 50% of cigars were sold online. That's six well, years ago. Right. Today, 70% of every cigar sold in the U.S. <laughs> sold online. No kidding. Mostly from these manufacturers who sell directly to the cigar store. So they've, they've beaten the, the hell out of the retailer to begin with, and now... It looks like the final slam is let me acquire the strong retailers. The question is, which retailers do they buy? Dun, so dun, I put dun, a list dun. of 10 retailers that should be acquired in no order uh, for acquisition. So one of them is the Fry Boys. The Fry Boys are in Las Vegas, Nevada. They own a cigar shop called the Potagus Cigar Factory. So that's done. Potagus is, is a general cigar product, so they're in partnership with them sure. to some degree. Yeah. They also own Casa Fuente, which is a partnership with the Fuente people. They also own Casa Monte Cristo, which is the Altadas people. So they're in with all three of these guys to begin with. Um, 
They have shops in Caesar's Palace. They have seven casino stores, and they have the hostess, cigar hostess for all casinos. When the girl goes around and says... Not to be confused with the hostess, ho-ho. Correct. Not to be... Never to be confused with the ho-ho. So they're in with these three different people. One of the big companies buys them out and requires all of them and takes two of them down at once. There's a play, right? There's that's somebody that's there, that, that, and you get all these guys all at once for one price if that's what they're looking to do. I say for one price, and, you know, you got a retailer like me. I'm not looking to sell out, but when, when it's an offer you can't refuse, it's an offer you can't refuse. Yeah. I believe those kind of offers are right now, offers you can't refuse ones. Before you know it, they're going to be, yeah. you know. Dime on a dollar. Yeah, yeah they're going to end up being for nothing. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you out of business or sell out to me, one or the other. It's going to get really tough. Another store you have out there that's, that's prime for the picking, I'll call it, is Davidus. And we had that, uh, Steve Castro. That is a power here. play. Davidus is in Maryland. They have 12 stores uh, near the D.C. area and 12 stores all in one shot. And you got two brothers that own it. And not that they, they're getting old or anything like that. They're younger than I am, but Often 12 stores. Reviews, and, yeah, and got, who uh, knows? And, and a I lot think of power. I think they're, they're uh, be a good acquisition. Uh, not, listen, I hope they don't acquire anybody because I want brick and mortars to be able to survive yeah. and all that. But this is, looks like the direction that's going on. Another one is Smoke Inn in Florida. Smoke Inn has 10 locations, I believe. Um, one of them being a Casa Monte Cristo, which is Altadas already. They're in partnership with them on one of them. But the other nine, and maybe this is a test model or who knows, and they, they test them, see how it goes, and end up acquiring the others. I don't know. Um, another one is Tinderbox. Tinderbox out of North Carolina. There's Tinderboxes across the country, but I think it's very, very strong in the North Carolina area owned by a family that's there in North Carolina, seven locations. They could, boom, all at one shot and take care of uh, the North Carolina area, you know, over, overnight. You know, I don't, I don't see people opening up in Utah and, you know, certain states are there, but North Carolina would probably be a good area for um, some of these people to be. Uh, so Tinderbox would be another one. Uh, Corona. Corona has four locations. They're in Florida. Uh, Corona Cigars, uh, one of them is a Davidoff store already. They partnered with them uh, early this year. That could be and a test. Yeah. these three other locations that are available to them, they are the, the player there in the Orlando area, um, the other one in Tampa. Uh, Churchill's Fine Cigars. Churchill's is uh, a four-store chain in the Arizona area. And um, Arizona, hotbed for cigars also, and uh, prime picking of somebody that uh, could be acquired. Two Guy Smoke Shop. Two Guy Smoke Shop, three locations in New Hampshire. Uh, I'm going to ask a, you a, one more time. A raging exactly. lunatic of an owner that you probably w- would have a tough time with. Are you saying <laughs> that nobody has approached you? I am not saying that at all. Okay. I am not saying that. I'm saying I didn't sell. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but I know people are being approached. Everywhere, people yeah. are being approached, and I know that. So people are being talked to. What's it going to take? Too much money, right? Right now. Later on, it may be survival. Yeah. 
you know, do they open across the street from us someday? And then it becomes a war, and they have more money, and eventually we get beat, and who knows what happens there. So I'm just saying these things out loud. I'm not looking to go anywhere. Yeah. This is what I love. This is what I want to do. Um, but this is, this is what's on the minds of other retailers. I've talked to other retailers this week. This is what's in the mind of them. What is going on? Some scary stuff. Um, another one is Outlaw Cigar. Outlaw Cigar is in Kansas. Yep. Uh, two locations there. That guy turns cigarette smokers into cigar yeah. smokers with his events. Yeah. Big, giant events that he does. And um, he has his own brand. The only thing is the predicate date doesn't match, so that ends up going away. And it seems like he has more fun with his own brands than he does with his stores. And is that prime picking? I don't know, although he does a great job with his own stores. I've never seen it face-to-face. Someday I'd love to see it. I'd say he's prime picking. And um, what else do I have? Ambassadors Fine Cigars. Ambassadors Fine Cigars, another Arizona company with two stores. That guy is a player. Yeah, classy, classy stores. Um, in prime locations, uh, does a great job. Um, does he, you know, is, is he a good fit for somebody? You know he is. Yes, he certainly is. Because, you know, they get on board with one company, and the, the competitive company could take them over and go from zero to 100 with their products yeah. inside their store. So these are some things that happen there. And last is Barclay Rex which has two locations in New York. Now, New York has some players in there. We have Altadas that has the smoke-in stores, two of them. you got Davidoff with three stores, and you have the JR store, and you have Nat Sherman, and you have this company, Barclay Rex, which is uh, a top-line top store. You're not mentioning Nat Sherman because Nat Sherman is a brand, so if somebody were to acquire it, they would acquire the brand and then get the stores from that acquisition? Somebody's going to need billions of dollars for Nat Sherman because they own the cigarette. They're the number seven cigarette in the United States. But you've got a company like Davidoff that has their name on a cigarette, and another company owns the brand. So <laughs> Altadas owns right. the brand of Davidoff cigarettes. Isn't that the weirdest? So Nat honestly? Sherman could keep the cigarette side, potentially, or sell that off to somebody else. It could. It could because yeah. it's predicate dated. Then they would listen. That would take a lot of money. So that that it's one, like the million dollar man once said, that one is going to be that would be really big money. Everybody's okay. got a price, right? Everybody has a price. Um, that one, you, you better be packing. Let me tell you for that. And I'm going to put a couple of honorable mentions in here, which is W. C. Drapers in D. C. Two stores in in D. C. and Georgetown Tobacco in D. C. Only because they're in D.C. Because this is where all the legislation happens mm-hmm. and everything, and presence in there with a little help, government officials and things like that that go into these stores and stuff, you'd have a connection to them and maybe save your other stores across the country being a hands-on type of person because these companies are forced to go to D.C. all the time. Wouldn't it be nice if they had a headquarters there also in their brand Build a on these room. things? So, yep. so they're prime... What's uh, the uh, what's the company out of Colorado? They have a they have a chain of smoke in. Um, so, no, um, not smoke in. Smoker friendly. Smoker friendly. Seven hundred stores, but they're not cigar stores. They have cigars, but they're but more they're, like convenience stores. T- they tobacco outlets, meaning chewing tobacco, pipe tobacco, lots of cigarettes, big big in cigarettes, yeah. uh, along with cigars, and some of them a little more cigars than it used to be, but no way fifty percent or anything like that. Mm. Um, 
different model. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't see any of those big guys saying we're going to take all these tobacco outlets unless they said we and we can turn 700 of them into cigar stores. But right. some of them are close to each other, and um, for cigarette people, it's it, it's a good thing. But they'd be blowing three quarters of their money for products that they don't sell. I don't I don't think it would be a good model. Uh, listen. I, I, yeah, I'm sure they're being talked to too. Everybody's looking to see what things things are happening out there. Uh, I don't like to see it. I don't even like to say it. I, there's just so much chatter right now on the subject. I thought I'd bring it up and and say, oh, as I got thinking to myself, who are the people? Sure. I yeah. start scribbling it down on a piece of paper and say, all right, who are the people that are there? I thought I'd share it with everybody and say, that would be an interesting play for someone like Perdomo to get into that game. He does have his own retail store. He knows how to do it. He could go in and make some buys and really make himself attractive. Speaking of games, let's squeeze it in. Let's squeeze in the classic three way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll f***ing kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And there we go, covering up Derek's little screen over here so he doesn't do any <laughs> cheating. It's because it, I'm that good you think I'm going to cheat. Is he playing for Barry or himself? Or what's going on here? I don't know what's going oh. on, but I know he lost while you were away. So Mr. Jonathan is the new champion. That so he correct. gets it first. And today's November 5th. It's Chris Jenner's birthday. Do you know who Chris Jenner is? No, but no. I know that today is the day that you celebrate people with red hair. It's Ginger Day. It is. So... Well, Chris Jenner is not red hair, but she is a reality star who gained fame appearing on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, the talk and America's top model. She married the lawyer Robert Kardashian, who defended O.J. Simpson in the murder trial, and she had four children with Robert Kardashian, and then in she married Olympic decathlon champion Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner, who later turned into Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, and then they divorced. Go figure. Hmm. Uh, That's she, a big surprise. She's Kim Kardashian's manager and, and mother. You know who she is. Uh, I'm going to say 1962. 1962. I'll go 1958. 58. Did you write that down? Yep, right there. Uh, okay. 1950. For the win, 50. It's 55. Oh, uh, so yeah. Chuck Morrison gets it. He had it written down. It goes to Derek. Yep. Ike Turner. Ike Turner. Ike Turner. R&B. Rolling on a river, singer, dude. Uh-huh. Band leader, <laughs> singer, songwriter, producer. Worked on many different genres, including funk and blues. He married six times, uh, including Tina Turner. Born today, the late great Ike Turner. What year? I'll go 1944. 44. 42. 42. 40. 40, and you're all over. All over. Really? 1931. Wow. 
Wow, he looks great for his age. He's dead. <laughs> and this goes to Chuck, uh, Chuck Morrison, our reigning champion right now with one point. See Roy what he Rogers. does? See what he does? He's not the reigning champion. I am the reigning champion. <laughs> He's winning one to nothing. <laughs> and, he has, and it goes to him, and it's Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers, yeah. singer, actor, who uh, uh, acted in more than 100 movies as well as the Roy Rogers show. He's nicknamed the King of the Cowboys, Roy Rogers. Also, is there a Roy Rogers chicken? Fried chicken, Roy there Rogers. Roy Rogers There's a drink named after him, too. That's it. You guys all have your answers written down? Oh, yeah. All right. 1919. 19. Oh, I'm Mr. Going. J. 1901. 01. 1920. 20. Mr. Jonathan. 01, he says it's 11. In the words of Shaft, you damn right. <laughs> okay, we got a two-way tie. We got Derek with nothing and one question left. This is going to Mr. Jonathan, our reigning champion, Art Garfunkel. Oh, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Folk singer, partner with Paul Simon and the duo Simon and Garfunkel. He had to take the position because his name was Garfunkel. <laughs> he also persuaded solo career and acting. Art Garfunkel, born today what year? Born in 1932. 32, he says. Go 1940. 40. 48. 48. We have a three-way tie. Derek. Derek gets wow. the point, and that's all I what got. What year was he born? He was born in 1941. And oh. I it's retain you, the championship. You, and you I won't be here ties. next week. What happens next week? Next week, you guys can all fight it out, but I come back the champion. We have no champion next week. You come back as the champion. What if the? How about the person that wins? They're just... No, in the person that wins does it because you you pulled a no show. No, no, no. It's it was a planned vacation. It's allowed. All right, so that's it. That's it for the show. I want to remind you that um, next week, no Mr. Jonathan, no Barry. Should be an interesting show. We have the gentleman on the show. Phil Zangi is going to join us. The original, the OG. Yes. Old gentleman. So it's me, Derek, Chuck, with a special guest, Mr. Debonair himself, Phil Zangi, in the house. Also, the big announcement of something new that's going to happen. Don't forget to change the clocks tonight. Fall back an extra hour of sleep, and you're going to need it. Don't forget to get out and vote this Tuesday. Hell yeah. It's so important. And that is it. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your United Cigar Pencil or the small batch from Perdomo, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. 
Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie. 